Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Hey everybody, welcome into Hobby Addicts episode 291. Yay! On a nice wintry day. <laughs> it's, it's almost a palindrome of some kind. It's, today it's December 12th, 2021. 121221. And I'm here. I'm your host, Mitsuki, and I am joined by Mason and I am joined by Caroline. How are you guys doing? I'm doing, doing excellent because this date,、uh, for almost all our listeners, makes sense because it doesn't matter if you do the date. First of the month or the date of the day、oh. because it's the same. So,、uh, Europeans, you're allowed in today. <laughs> <laughs> the only day of the year.、Um, and actually, today's my mother's birthday. So,、oh. been a pretty busy weekend celebrating. My sister came home as a surprise to her.、Um, we had Friday and Saturday night. We, of course, you know, hung out with her mom, but then we Uh, went to the bars and had a good time there. The Irish cream was hitting last night. It was so good. And today,、um, you know, we, we went shopping and we also had chilies. Oh, happy birthday, no, Caroline's mom. It, it's、yes, the Irish cream flows like water. I love Irish cream. <laughs> I like Irish coffee. Which is. is that Irish, I think it's Irish cream in that. I mean, it, mostly I think they put whiskey in it, but、uh, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, I had,、uh, I had tequila earlier today. So rock on and some orange juice. Yeah. Did you see the meme going around of like the text messages of like, what, what do you call the, the, the Irish people? And they're like, what、Don't. are you talking about? Like the, the garlics? The garlic people. Where are the garlics? r o n n i e Simpson. Like, you mean Gaelic? <laughs> I've not seen that. That's pretty funny. Anyway, guys, today、um, we got a lot of movies to talk about, which is interesting. You know, I watched two.、Um, Mountain climbing movies called one called The Alpinist and one called 14 Peaks. So, I've seen the second one, so we'll talk about those.、Um, Caroline finished WandaVision. Do you ever play Katamari d a m a s i They have a song called Wanda Wanda, it's one of the most famous songs from Katamari. <laughs> Get with the program, okay?、It's、I don't even know who those people are. Katamari d a m a s i <laughs> I don't know. What is that? That's that、oh、game. Is it Calamari? No,、uh, sort of. It's that game where you roll the ball around and things stick to it. And as you stick things to it, it gets bigger. And then eventually you can stick bigger like things. It's like a snowman. Yeah, it's like yes, a snowman, except you can. Way more fun. Yeah, Catamaran. <laughs> I have not played that, nor、like、do a, I, have I heard of it. You should look it up. It's like a. It was like. It, it came out like almost as like a joke. And then it became like this phenomenon because the first game was so good. Anyway, and also Christmas shopping for Caroline, something I won't、yeah. be doing much of this year. And Mason. Where Dreams Go to Die, the documentary. I always bring in the good vibes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God.、And、I also did some pottery painting. So, you know,、oh. some、pottery. actual good vibes. Yeah, pottery. Is that, like the, is that like the fire your own pottery? Yeah. And then,、mm -hmm. and then you get to paint it and、yeah. they glaze it and all that good stuff. All right. Well, here, I'll start today. I, I watched、um, these two movies, Alpinist and 14 Peaks. They're both on Netflix. And.、Um, Essentially, they're, they're, very, they're sort of similar.、Um, the Alpinist is about this guy. I'm going to forget all these fucking names in these movies. I'm going to have to look them 
I'm going to have to IMDB this to get the name right, but there is, there's a sport of rock wall climbing and it's, it's an unbelievably frightening sport. Um, if you watch this movie, The Alpinist, you almost ask yourself like how this is even humanly possible for people to do. I honestly don't know. I still don't know. Um, I think that as far as like athletics go, these people are probably, they're far and away the most, first of all, the most insane people in the world and also probably the most, the, the most mentally tough and probably just the overall fittest people I think you're ever going to see. I mean, like this, so this guy named Mark Andre Leclerc, he's the star of the Alpinist, and he's this 23 year old guy who um, has broken all these speed records for climbing these like rock wall faces with basically nothing, just like bare hands. And you're talking about a guy who's like hanging off of a wall, like 600 feet in the air, straight up. And all he's and all he's got is his foot wedged in like a crack in the wall. And there's no he That's has no parachute. Insane. There's no um, there's no helicopter. There's no net. There's no ropes. There's nothing. And it's like, oh, if this guy fall, if this guy like slips or a piece of rock just breaks, it looks strong and it's brittle and it breaks. This guy's just gonna fall like five billion feet. And I, I can't explain to you really verbally how completely insane this sport is. I mean. Climbing a rock wall is, you know, that's like a thousand feet tall is insane enough, right? But to do it in like an hour <laughs> is even more insane. And then to d apply the same sorts of concepts to climbing the tallest mountains in the world, you know, like the 28,000 foot tall mountains, you know, there's like pictures of the, if you go to IMDb, you can see some pictures like right, like right in the, like featured photos, like the cover of the movie is, it's a documentary. The guy's like hanging off of a cliff with like an ice axe pick, just like basically resting on like a piece of rock, and and that's all he's got. So like he's just gonna fall, like as if he jump. He might as well be jumping out of an airplane, and all he's got, he's dangling off a cliff with like a with like an ice with like a a pick, just like sitting on this piece of rock. If the pick breaks, he dies. If the rock breaks, he dies. If he loses his grip on the pick, he's dead. If he loses, if he doesn't have enough strength to pull himself up. He's dead. <laughs> it's just like completely fucking insane. So I watched this movie. Um, I won't spoil how the Alpinist ends because it does end sort of unexpectedly. So we will. I won't spoil that. But he um, dies. But um, he's dead. But he falls. It's just totally nuts. Um, and it was really, really good. A really good movie. And um, I, I really recommend it. I mean, it's only about forty-five minutes long because it's a, uh, you know, it's a documentary. And it's definitely recommendable. It's it's like exhilarating to watch this shit happen. You, I, I probably said, how the fuck is this possible? Like a hundred times during this 40 minutes because it's just mind blowing. Like basketball players, soccer players, football players, tennis, like none of this shit. It, all of this, all of these sports are complete pussy nonsense compared to what these people are doing. I mean, it is on a different planet. Like it's not even remotely close. <laughs> I don't understand I could go on forever. I don't understand how any of it's possible, but it, people do it. And then, I mean, if people like this went onto like American Ninja Warrior, they would win it without an issue. Oh my God! It's not even it's not even close. I mean, <laughs> American Ninja Warrior. I mean, I love Ninja Warrior, but like this guy's like doing Ninja Warrior every day, and if and if and instead of falling into a tank of water, he falls like eight hundred feet to his death. <laughs> it's like. It's just, I don't know, it's totally nuts. And then 
Um, Mason can weigh in with me on the 14 Peaks, but the 14 Peaks is about this guy named Nims Perja. Who so there are 14 peaks in the in the world that are above 14,000 feet or above or that are above a sorry I don't know why I said 14,000 because of the 14ers in Colorado that are above 8,000 meters and that includes like K2 Everest um, there's a, and then a bunch of more a bunch more they're all in they're all in Nepal and China and Pakistan yeah pretty much and um, the previous the previous record for summiting all 14 of these peaks was six years or seven years or seven years or something. It took a long time. Some guy did it, but seven years. So this guy named Nims Perja, he's just like this badass beyond any, any global comparable. There is nothing comparable to this. This like, this guy does all the 14 peaks in, in six months and like 10 days. Now, yeah. now I'm just going to lay a, a number out here. So I looked it up. The most deadly mountain in the world, I think, is K2. K2 kills one out of every three people that try to climb it. My God. Yeah. And Everest kills like, tw- like 12% or something. So, and all the rest of them are like around Everest. You know, they're, they're between like 10 and 20%. But think, but just do the statistical math here. I'm not going to do the math literally, but maybe Mason can pop it out of his butt in five seconds. But <laughs> but if you if you take a shot at a 30 percent chance on something, like let's say you roll a dice and you get a one or a two, then that's your 30 percent, right? And then you roll the dice again and again and again and again and again, 14 times, and each time you roll it, you have like a between a 10 and 20 percent chance of getting whatever you're rolling for. I think we'd all agree that your chances of getting that are pretty good. It's like, what is that, additive statistics? You have a pretty good chance. Like, like if you have a 50% chance and then another 50% chance, your chance of getting, of getting it one time out of two is like 75% or whatever. So if you're going to climb all 14 of these peaks, your chances of dying are almost certain. Like, y- you have almost no chance of surviving. Um is how I see it statistically. And this guy, he climbs Everest in one fucking day. <laughs> Up and down. Wow. One day. And then he's like running into people that are like out of oxygen. They're like half dead. And he's like carrying these people's bodies down this mountain like to save their lives. And then he'll be like, oh, I, I summited Everest. And then they'll drink all night and get hungover. And then they'll do like the <clears throat> next one the next day. And he's like, oh, I'm hungover as fuck, and I feel like I'm going to puke, but here we go. And he's like, I'm going to go up K2. And like, <laughs> it's just like the videos are just un- unfathomable. I mean, um, you know, you're talking about like wind at like negative 100 miles an hour, negative 100 degrees. Um, you, uh, you can't even breathe above 8,000 meters really, like for a long period of time. It's called the dead zone or whatever. And yeah. these people are fucking crazy. I mean, it's uh, it's totally insane. And this is actually more like a movie. It was an hour and uh, it was an hour and forty, almost two hours, I think. But in the end, he 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 accomplishes he accomplishes it. And it's just like he basically like set the world record for Nepal and all the all the Nepalese people. And I don't know. It's um, it was really a crazy. I think the Alpinist was a little bit of it was a little better of a movie, honestly, than Fourteen Peaks, but. It's just mind blowing. Like, um, 
that they the can... alpinus is more like visually like impressive because you're like oh like this this guy messes up at any moment you die like i don't think unless you do much like hardcore mountaineering like you know how like because otherwise you're like oh he's just walking up like a really steep hill like i'm sure he does it a lot but like nims makes it look so easy that you're oh almost not impressed by the fact that he does them back to back like the movie just assumes you know how difficult it is and doesn't yeah. try to like sell you on it too much they're just like oh and then he you know did everest (laughs) it's like a passing comment this guy's Mm -hmm. he's like he's like climbing up he's like hiking up this mountain and he's trying to put like fixed rope lines in the mountain for other people and so that they can come down using them or whatever and there's like four feet of snow and these guys are like battling through four feet of deep of snow up straight uphill (laughs) to like do this and i'm like how are you even fucking doing this like the the sheer physical endurance of it is completely um i can't even i can't even imagine considering they're not even able to breathe really um so you're like you're basically like hammering like uh stakes into like solid bedrock ice after like wading through 5 feet of snow just so you can have like a line to follow coming down or whatever and you can't breathe and the wind is a million miles an hour and you're half frozen <laughs> and it t- takes most people like four days with multiple campout spots. And he just doesn't have the time for, to do that. So he's like, let me just do it up and down in one shot. I'm while I'm hungover. The average hiking, the entire climb of Everest takes an average of six to nine weeks. How long does it take an average person to climb Everest? Six to ten weeks. The average time for an expedition of um, peak on Mount Everest is six to ten weeks. With two months being being the standard... It includes getting supplies, trekking to base camp, adjusting to altitude, and climbing to up to higher peaks, and eventually going for the summit. This fucking guy does it in one day. That <laughs> just doesn't make sense. He doesn't. Even, he doesn't even have to acclimate. Like he's he's in, he's not human. I mean, and he's hungover. <laughs> They're like up all night drinking. It's crazy. Like you gotta you gotta watch this. Um, that yeah, was pretty fun. The, I, I kind of liked it. I the, wouldn't give it a strong recommendation. I Sorry. mean, it was interesting. I'd say the only thing I didn't really like about this movie is that um, Nims comes off as a little bit of a douche. I'd say he's very, he's definitely full of himself. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe rightfully That's so. Definitely, but definitely, like he's kind of earned that right. But yeah, he definitely isn't the most lovable character. I no. mean, he's not like a. I don't know. I, he, it was fine. He he's not awful. Like like the one scene in the movie, he finds that guy near the top of one of the mountains, and the guy's like dying, and he's like calling down to the base camp, and he's like, "It's not within my, it's not in my blood to leave somebody here. I've never left someone to die before." And so he literally lays there with the guy for like five hours or something, gives the guy all of his oxygen so that he doesn't die, and then no one comes up to help them. And then he eventually runs out of oxygen, and the guy he has, he just has to leave him because there's no way to save him at that point. And then because he gave up all of his oxygen, Nims is like having full on like hallucinations about like Yetis and shit. Why is he hiking down? The, as he's hiking down a basically Mount Everest because he has no oxygen either because he gave it all away. So I don't know. In some ways, like you think about that, and he's like he has a good moral code, I guess. But then you know, at, at the same time, after he like got through the tenth peak or whatever, he's basically like. You know, I'm I am God. Ha ha ha! Look at me, sort of. And uh, but it was, it I was, mean, true. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much. Anyway, it, it's pretty interesting. It's just, um, <clears throat> you know, it, it really puts into perspective for me at least. Like, one, the stuff I'm doing is literally nothing. And two, um, like this guy would probably like 
walk up one of these mountains that I'm doing like on his hands, like in a handstand the entire way, drinking a coffee upside down. And, uh, but two, just be, just puts it in perspective. Like one, human beings can do just about anything. Like we are incredible. And, um, just, it just gives you a view at like, at least in my opinion, what the, what the, the pinnacle of like physical fitness and just fucking sheer guts is. So, you know, um, you know, the one, it's, and this is the last thing I'll say. It's like one guy who they interviewed said, he, he goes, these climbers, I asked them why they say, why they climb eight, these 8,000 meter mountains. And he says, and he goes, Be they, and they always say, because it's fun. And I, and, and, and then I say to them, it's not fun. If you're, he's like, it's not fun. You're basically playing a game to see how much pain you can endure on the way up the mountain. Cause it's that horrible. So, you know, but like the people are nuts, but 14 peaks, mm-hmm. the Alpinist, these are, these are both really good. Um, they both have an eight or higher on IMDB. I mean, that's like, you know, that puts, that puts eight, 14 peaks. I don't know, probably near the top 250 list on IMDB. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like documentaries get a different like scoring curve to them. So I'm but, trying to find it. Yeah, but both both on Netflix, both kind of cool. Yeah, I feel like Caroline should go next because mine is very similar, but even cool, uh, but different than what you were talking about. But a lot of more like painful endurance stuff. So Caroline. <laughs> well, um, I won't talk too much about uh, this because you know I I pretty much already talked about it before, but. I finished WandaVision the last few episodes since we talked last week, and it is very, very good. It's it's good. I mean, the climax good. could have been better. There were some plot holes, mm, for sure. What was that? You should have held out longer. Climax could have been better. Oh, sh- don't be gross. Come on. Um, but I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just, it, it, it is good. Um, and it made me very sad the ending um but now i am ready for the next uh movie or not the next movie but it's gonna be like uh, doctor strange and the multiverse of madness or whatever and wanda will be in it so now i'm will be uh all geared up for that so that's exciting and um also i finished you the oh first my season. god i saw more of that shit it's fucking nuts yeah um again my sisters are still just squabbling over the third season but here i have just finished the first and it has ended in a very what i figured how it would end but it it was still pretty good and i have heard that the next couple seasons are better than the first so that's exciting as well uh and yeah i I don't want to talk too much more about it because i figured that you is still pretty popular enough that it would be spoilerified if i talked about specifics um, so yeah, but I did, uh, get a lot of my Christmas shopping done this week. Ooh, let's hear about uh, it. If, Spoil yeah, it. So a couple weeks ago I ordered off of Etsy a, a, a beer flight board. So it's like a little board with a handle and there's holes in it that you can keep, uh, your like little flights of beer glasses. And with this Etsy shop, the person who creates these boards and you get to choose which wood type um i got a mahogany one and um well this is again for my brother-in-law um and you can get an engraving of something on in the middle like you know their initials or uh like a company logo or whatever 
And I was thinking to myself, what the heck do I put on this board? So they have two dogs. I went onto Google and I searched for like maybe 45 minutes for different dog outlines or cartoon like looking outlines that would fit their silhouettes. I found something similar enough. I made a borderline out of those silhouettes. Like, I made silhouettes out of that. Uh, and I put their spots and features exactly where they are on the actual dogs. It looks so much like them. It is honestly the most perfect thing I have ever crafted, and I cannot be wow. proud um, I did this off of knockoff Photoshop, by the way. So I put those, I, so I created whoa, those. Whoa, Are you talking about GIMP? What? No, I'm, I didn't use GIMP. that. What? GIMP is the best program of That's all time. That's the worst name ever. For it can do yeah. everything Photoshop <laughs> can do, but better and for free. Is this like the GIMP? Call him the GIMP. <laughs> no, it's not that. I use something else, um, but... Yeah, so I, I made the outlines. I put his initials on there. He also works for Porsche, so I decided to put all this within like a little uh, shield-shaped uh, border line, so it's like all contained. And honestly, I think the hardest part of this project was lining the initials and the dog features up so it didn't look off or like lopsided or whatever. That was probably the hardest part. I spent so long doing that. And yeah, I finally got it this week. It looks so good, and I'm so excited for him to get it. Have you taken any pictures of it? I can show. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll send you guys the uh, the photo. Uh, yes, yes. Please, <laughs> just please. Give me a minute. Um. So don't worry, we won't spoil the surprise. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I that's done for my brother-in-law. I also got him some like like socks with a Jack Russell on them because he has a Jack Russell. Um. But just give me one moment. I'm going to send you guys this, but I, I have a hard time multitasking. Uh, and I also had to get a present for my cousin. And she is on the more materialistic side, mm -hmm. I guess you can call it. She she likes her brand name stuff. And so she, of course, so of course I thought like, well, I'll get her some Nike because she you know works out a lot. But we went to the outlet mall today. And Nike's line was just a mile long. It was honestly it, insane. I've never seen why? a line that long and before. Because it's yeah. a Sunday, uh, like no, the this, weekend before the last weekend before Christmas. Yeah, it, yeah because this outlet mall has like a lot of good deals for higher end stores. Like mm. they have Burberry, they have Vera Bradley, they have, you know, um, all, all, all these name brand stores. Nike, all, all the B names, all the classics. <laughs> But yeah, so so they'll have good deals on this stuff, and I guess and they must have had some sort of great deal considering how like it must have been like a hundred people outside, and the store is massive, so it's not just because of COVID regulations because I'm, I'm I'm sure that is also a reason why they are waiting outside, but it's just absolutely crazy. Yeah, I was so going to ask so, that actually. If, I mean, you know, yeah, they there were doing are that here for a while. That one, that place has a lot of COVID regulations, especially since a lot of people from New York City go there. So since New York City has so many regulations, uh, by extension, I suppose they kind of had to follow same suit. Um, so yeah, and so so we just decided not to go to Nike because there was no way that we were going to get in there within an hour. 
Uh, so I decide we decided to go to Calvin Klein instead, and we went through some of the uh, clearance stuff, and we found a couple good stuff there. So she is done, checked off, and uh, got most of my Christmas shopping done finally. Wait, did she go to the outlet mall with you? No, no, no. It was me and my 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 mother and my sisters. Okay, when you said we went, I didn't know if you like took her along with you. Oh, like, did no. you buy it for her right there, or did you like secretly try to like package it away after she tried it on and be like, "Oh, we'll get it another time." Wink, wink. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, so no, it was not with her. Um, but I did need some help though because my sisters were a big integral part in the whole purchasing uh, process. I honestly don't really know what she would have liked, and they were very helpful on that. And I got these Calvin Klein leggings and a Calvin Klein uh, shirt for like 30 bucks. That's How much would that good. normally cost? Uh, full price. These things were like $100 together. Jesus. Is it a dress shirt? It's not a dress shirt. It's like, uh, I would say similar to a sweatshirt, but it's like a nice, cute looking sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were in the clearance rack. And these things were already 70% off. So it was... With that, both these things each were like $18. And then there was this whole get 15% off if you give them your email address at checkout. Uh, so I did that as well. So altogether, I spent 30 bucks on this Calvin Klein stuff. Well, and I'm very proud. We're going <laughs> oh, to call you the, the queen um, of the deal. Get in there. <laughs> I love getting a good deal. It's great. It's a good feeling. And I sent uh, those pictures uh, for of the gift from my brother-in-law. Well, I think you're a very good gift shopper. People will be very happy. I'd like a Calvin Klein shirt. Hint, hint. Just kidding. Most people would. Yeah. <laughs> just Is Pancake in the room? <laughs> Pancake and I have decided, have agreed that we're not going to exchange gifts. So, we'll see if that holds up. Yeah, they get a surprise. You have to have a surprise one in the backup, just in case she gets you one. And uh. since you bought one, you got it. You might as well give it to her, and then she might as well have an excuse to give you her backup gift that she has in her back pocket in case you give her one, yeah. which she was going to give to you anyway. It's it's going to happen. I'll probably come up with like one thing, but you know, her her attitude is I just gave her an engagement ring, so and uh, <laughs> we figure we we figure we can both save a shitload of money by not spending by not just buying Christmas gifts, but we'd rather like do things together than buy. Like I think we're gonna go like ice skating next week. You know, our, our anniversary oh, nice. is on Tuesday, so we're gonna. You should buy her and new tickets to Chicago, so you can come say hi over Christmas break. Ah. Oh. Actually, no. I'll just come see you in <laughs> in Colorado. That works too. We had a we had our we had our first snow or our first real snow the other day. So that was cool. Yeah, I'm sure you guys might you guys might be getting it here pretty soon. Um. We've gotten some dustings. Yeah, we got about two inches, and it melted immediately. But, yeah. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. Well, Caroline's getting her Christmas shopping done, and she does it the real way yeah. in person. She's out there battling the crowds, shoving people out of the way, <laughs> climbing over piles of bodies for the last Calvin Klein shirt. I mean, I, that's a typical Tuesday for me. Oh, um, wow. So you're seasoned. <laughs> uh, not really. Uh, oh, actually, there is um, a new store that came to my mall, and I'm, I'm very excited because I've seen this store before in like a bigger mall, Box Lunch. Yeah, we have it in my mall now, and I'm very, very excited. Have you heard of it? I've seen it, but I haven't, you know, gone inside. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of nerd stuff in there. They have Marvel, they have anime, they have Ghibli stuff. All of it's so cute. 
All right. Well, you yeah, have yeah, to check that out, I guess. Excited. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Mason, do you want to depress us with your documentary that has a name and that would spiral people into a dark despair? Yeah, kind of. So this is Where Dreams Go to Die, Gary Yay. Robbins and the Barkley Marathons. Have you seen this, Caroline? I have not. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> gotcha. You, mean, you sound like you might have known. But, but uh, the, I think the name is fun. It <laughs> is. It's, it's very die. fun. And it's a very fun event. So this is the story of Gary Robbins, who attempts what is called the Barkley Marathons. Mm. Uh, once again, you can find this on YouTube. It's like Barkley. a minute and 16 or an hour and 16 minutes long. And the first like two minutes gives you all you need to know. But the Barkley Marathons is a race. It costs $1.60 to apply. <laughs> uh, there is no website. You need to, like, it's very difficult to figure out even how to apply, and only 40 people get in. So it's mm-hmm. a race shrouded in mystery and the unknown, and part of that means that they couldn't film how the race happens because they want to keep it a secret. But essentially, this is a race where you need to run around a loop five times in 60 hours. How big is the loop? uh, It's roughly a marathon. Every single loop? Yeah, you're running well over 100 miles through, like, the wilderness. It's not paved or anything. And the course, not only is it... So, essentially, you're running over 100 miles, but the elevation gain is over 60,000 feet, Uh, which means if you complete all five loops, that's the equivalent of going up mount everest and back down twice my god you show up you do not know the like the path of the course you actually just run blindly through the woods and you are looking for pages or you're essentially looking for books taped to trees and you have to go to the books and rip out the page that corresponds with your bib number and that's how you like you find your way around the course uh you show up you do not know when the race even begins you show up and they like ring like a concha horn. And from the ringing of that, anytime from that to another 12 hours, they can start the race at any moment. And it starts by a guy like lighting his cigarette. It what is like is this. It's, it's like a so Illuminati wild. shit or something. It is. It is. A, it's a madman. Uh, so we follow Gary Robbins, who, you know, tries to attempt the course and. It's, it's a little difficult because you, you don't really get to see the event because they want it to, you know, people who haven't run it before, they want it to be as new as possible. And the course changes every year, but they, they want it as much. So you can kind of just see the, you know, beginning of the race and them coming back. And he comes back and he's like, get me this, get me this. I need like eight cookies. I need 70 like boxes of like, you know, pasta. I need what? like my shoes changed. I need this. And then he's like back out for a second. Yeah, loop because you can't do like one loop a day. You only have 60 hours. So like, yeah, it's it's so wild. So if you're OK with like not really seeing a lot of running, but just God, the inflammation, like the mood and atmosphere of it. Oh, like they like take some shots of like his feet and his knees. And it is like the most busted destroyed. up destroyed destroyed. What things. do they do with the cookies and the pasta? They, they eat they, them because like, you don't have really time to sleep. Yeah, but why cookies and pasta? I mean, I was just making examples. They make nachi and like a bunch of other 
things that oh, just I are thought, super high in calories. Are, are they getting? I like, thought there was like some sort of. Oh, that's uh, not part of the race. No, that's in that's part, your, in part of the race that you need these cookies. You need no. Eight you, cookies, you just you do you your six lap. Boxes of pasta. You do your lap. You hand in all your pages to make sure that you've done the course, and then you, like, get as much time to rest as you want, and then you head back out. So you can find out like all about this race. Um, you just look up the Barkley Marathons, B-A-R-K-L-E-Y, um, and there's like a Wikipedia. Uh, I will say, if you read the entire Wikipedia page, there's spoilers for like who has completed the event and who hasn't. So that will kind of spoil if Gary Robbins, you know, wins or makes it through the race. And it's not really a race because it's just you're just trying to survive it. And it's like, an awful experience. <laughs> yes, it is. And it was kind of cool. It's kind of fun. And I w- would watch this and be like, hmm, that seems tough. I'm going to go on a three-mile run and call that good. How, how do they manage the inflammation in their knees and ankles and stuff? I mean, do they, like, get quarters in shots or something to keep them going? I mean, I'm sure they're doing something, but, yeah, it's... I mean... It's it's so wild. I mean, because like I assume, because here's what happens, right? I assume they run a marathon, they run one marathon, like one loop, and then they're they're starving and they got to eat and like you can't just do five marathons back to back. I assume they're not. I assume they don't. Yes, you can. Well, like a, a marathon takes what? Like, they usually take a couple hours of rest between yeah. like the second and the third one. Yeah, I mean a marathon's like two to three hours, right? If you're really if you're fast, so you know uh, you don't need the whole sixty hours. So you're probably gonna stop. But like the minute you stop, your body's just gonna pump inflammation like mad into your joints. Mm. So yeah. it's like, how do you? I I guess you could just get on a stationary bike and like. I mean, uh, usually I, they just keep on going. A lot of these guys who competed are like ultra marathoners who run like fifty, a hundred mile, fucking like man. races. That's ridiculous. It uh, it's it's kind of cool. Just the fact that it exists and has like all this like hidden lore to it is kind of neat. And wow, yeah, it's like usually by the end of like the second loop, uh, like 95% of the field is like dropping out either because they can't find their way through the course or they just are like, I I can't do this. So is it is it in the same place every time? Yeah, it takes place on like the same like 24 acre plot of land, I believe. Mm. But they are sorry. Uh, 24,000 acres. How many people? How many people? How many people people are insane enough to do this? 40 people are only 40 people are allowed in. And out of all of those, maybe one every couple years will finish it. Hmm. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of where dreams go to die is definitely a fitting name for this movie. (laughs) Yeah, that's, and it's it's that's, only yeah. an hour hour long. It's it's all right. It's kind of cool. It's just a fun little thing. Fuck, I I I did the tough mutter once. I thought that was hard. It's only half a marathon. <laughs> I've never done any of those like Spartan runs or tough mutters or yeah. anything like that. But I mean, I'm sure it'd be fun. They do freeze you and then electrocute you, and it's it. it, it I mean, what? back when I was like a total psychopath, yeah. I mean, I thought it was fun. Nowadays, I don't think I'd be able to do it. But but uh, yeah, I have. Uh, I did, I did a CrossFit yesterday, and I finished third fastest in the in the group of like thirty people. But it was like a, basically the most pussy workout ever compared to like what I used to do. And I just realized that like I definitely have come down from the heights of like 
an extreme like P90X fitness because I used to be able to mm-hmm. bust out like 40 pull-ups, no, no problem. And now I can like barely get like 17 maybe at once. And I'm like, I'm like ready to hop down and give it a minute. <laughs> I'm <laughs> That's so impressive. Though. I mean, I guess, but I mean, I don't know. It, it, yeah. It's amazing. Like what, like when you just, when you just, when you stop doing the cardio stuff and you just, uh, focus on like, you know, bench pressing and just like more cosmetic muscle, muscle type stuff. You just, you, you look good, but you definitely aren't fit. So I don't know. I got, I got a lot of work to do, but, oh wow. Lots of physical fitness, like documentaries today. Yeah. I'm, and for the, uh, the movie segment on the main podcast, it'll be another mountain climbing one. So, so yeah, we got plenty of uh, fitness ahead of us. All right. Well, that was pretty fun. You know, I'm hoping to uh, get back to some video games here next week. Maybe um, Sonic Colors is a steaming pile of shit, but uh, I'm going to platinum that anyway and move on. So I'm looking forward to Resident Evil 3. Oh, I did finally get the platinum in that golf game. It took six months to get the last trophy. <laughs> so hey, we did it. That was that was probably the hardest trophy I ever I ever tried to do. So Oh, nice. Anyway, only uh, only only a few are dumb enough to even bother with that shit. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes one day I'm gonna look back at myself and be like, "You're fucking stupid." <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a podcast to do as always, so I appreciate you guys listening and contributing to the podcast. You are you're more important than you realize. So you know, we always thank you, but you know, you are very important, and so you should know that. And and, and beautiful too. I I know it. Very beautiful people listening. We'll see you guys next yeah, week. It's true, though. It's true. Have it a is. great week, everybody. Yes, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.